Hi everybody, my name is Landon Ernest. Thanks for listening to episode 163 of the Vortex of podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord. Thank you for allowing us another day of life, Lord. Uh, also, thank you for allowing us another day to gather together with uh, the church body, Lord, to worship and uh, uh, give you honor and glory through our, through our worship and also through our uh, hearing of your word, Father. Thank you for delivering the message of the gospel to your church, Lord. And Father, I uh, just thank you for the freedom we have here in our country, Father, to continue to be able to do that, Lord. Father, I thank you for my brother, the brain, Lord. Thank you for his life, for blessing him, Father, the way that you have, Lord. I pray that you continue to be with him and his family out there and uh, and the East Coast, Lord, and I pray that he continues to enjoy retirement, Father, and also, Father, continues to enjoy, Father, uh, uh, studying uh, uh, your word, Father, and uh, studying doctrine and theology and teaching uh, as well, Father, whether he does it uh, to through the church he's attending, Lord, or he does it through the podcast that we do, Father, I pray that he continues to be anointed uh, uh by uh, the Holy Spirit, Father, to speak, Lord. And thank you again for his family. Bless him, Lord. I thank you that we can uh, continue to fellowship in this way, Father, in this regard, through uh, this podcast, Lord. I pray that this podcast can be a blessing for those that hear, Lord, and Father, that uh, they can also bless others by sharing the content, Lord. Thank you, and uh, Father, I just pray that you continue to bless us throughout this coming week, Lord. And thank you for life, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My brother. From the other side of the uh, United States, how are you? I'm doing good, brother, other than fighting this stupid summit, stomach flu of mine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which stomach mild case, flu. mild case, because I take disease stack every every day. Ah, so, there you go. Yeah. That, that helps. Yeah, I'm not, I didn't get a severe case, but enough to make it pretty uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. other than that, I'm able to do the podcast because of Z-Stack. So, thank you, Z-Stack. What are you cutting kind of an advertisement over there? <laughs> we, we don't even charge sponsorship. For <laughs> I'm working on it, bro. I'm working on it. I'm to get them. <laughs> well, you know what? That's, that was good. That was good. It looks like you've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. We got to work on this. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. You know, if we anyway. want to monetize at some point, right? You're yeah. going to have to... Um, have a way of making delivery of those uh, advertisements and uh, yeah, yeah, just don't tell the IRS, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They want your anyway, money. Yeah, yeah, they want they want all of it plus yeah. plus some. Yeah, you know? yeah. Anyway, so how you doing, brother, over there in uh, California, a land? Oh my goodness. I love California. I love San Diego, obviously. You know, the mm-hmm. weather is the most beautiful thing. Oh, I know. Don't you know, you we tell always me. pray that that never changes. 
I love uh, the beauty <laughs> of uh, this state, you know, and especially here in San Diego. Yeah. But, gosh, I can't stand the politics, brother. It, it ruins <sighs> the whole thing, don't it? It makes this an ugly state. I'll tell you how bad that, that is. Okay. It's like, oh. But uh, other than that, uh, praise the Lord, doing good. <laughs> Work, yeah. Been working a lot. It, it just this week was hectic. A bunch of overtime I had to work, and then I would wow. work yesterday, Saturday, and then we had a bunch of uh, duties after that that I had to get done, you know, with my wife uh, running around, running errands, and things of that nature. But uh, overall, God's been good to us, brother. God's been good to us. We've been uh, having a great uh, men's study. Uh, we started a new book. We're in third week this coming week, and the book is, uh, it's right here. The Exemplary Husband, A Biblical Perspective. It's the revised edition. I don't know if you can see it. It's I can. By Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott. Yeah, that's awesome. And cool. it's forward. John McCarthy. Johnny yeah. Mac. Johnny it's Mac. It's a yeah. great book, brother. It's, it's a good, easy read. And, uh, I mean, it hits on the gospel right off the bat uh, awesome. when it comes to husbands. So good deal, it's good, good deal. content, good response from the men. We've got a lot of men attending, brother, and, and everybody's jumping in, participating, and, you know, really, really digging into it. So that's been a blessing here, um, just continuing our Bible study with the men. All right, cool. Tell them I said hi and blessings when you see them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that book looked good right up next to your Star Wars hat. Ah, I caught that, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, you know, we you know we talk about things that people call conspiracy theories on this uh, program from time oh, yeah. to time, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess who is living out in live action a conspiracy theory right now? Huh. Who would be the one most likely... To be living, live, be living that out. Hmm. Who's the most likely candidate? Could it be our friends out there far, far, what is it? Well, probably to the east of me or west of me. Yeah, it could go uh, around, you're in the, around the world. I'm in California. So it would you, go, be, you go west, you'll get there. Go west, right, because it's closer yeah. that way. Yeah, because you got to go across the continent of the United States to go east. Right. So just take a ship. <laughs> yeah, go west in the ship. Yeah. And for you, it would be... Go east. east well, by plane, right? <laughs> well, the le- how would I get there? Um, <laughs> yeah, good question. Because the Atlantic, I'd have to take the Atlantic to the Pacific somehow. I don't know how so, it do that. Somehow. I don't know how that works. Yeah, but anyway, because you know the East, they they take med cruises. You know the uh, East. You know the the third fleet in the East. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The seventh fleet on the West take the take the West packs, which are the West West Pacific cruises. Uh-huh. Uh, that's to Southeast Asia. And, of course, the third fleet goes to Europe. Yeah. So I'd have to go to Europe and then travel inland like Marco Polo. Oh, there's a hint. <laughs> Marco Polo. I love it. Uh, yeah. Then we would be talking about Shanghai, China, ladies and gentlemen. And the that things that are happening Communist there, Party in China, huh? Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, the things that they're doing to that place is horrific. Absolutely horrific. You know, if you would have said that that, that they'd be doing this, uh, I don't know, what, three, four months ago? Yeah. 
it would have been termed a conspiracy theory, and we're not. You, you guys are crazy. What are oh, you talking I'm about? That's, you're, just, you're, just, you're just peddling conspiracy theories. Yeah. Well, guess right, what, right. folks? They're living out a conspiracy theory right there in Shanghai, China right now. <clears throat> People are jumping out of high-rise building windows, committing suicide on a daily basis. Wow. They have literally, they've literally welded doors shut to, to lock people into their condominiums or apartments or high-rise buildings. Um, there's video, I was watching video on BitChute of them destroying food, perfectly good food, destroying it, throwing it into huge dumpsters, throwing it into trash compactors, just, just, just wasting tons and tons and tons of food to artificially create a food shortage. Mm. Uh, of course, their excuse will be, well, the food was tainted with, I don't know, what, COVID? The, maybe they'll cl claim salmonella. I don't know. But um, people are starving to death in their own apartments and their condos. Do you think they're taking a page out of uh, uh, the War of the Jews and when the Roman Empire pretty much... Lock the Jews in, <laughs> right? Well, you know, and kind of let them start starving, and right, right. Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, and it's horrific to see, isn't it? I yeah. mean, when you see it, when you actually see it, when you have video of it, and you actually see it, uh, I guess you get kind of a little bit of a concept of what it was like back then when they put a city under siege. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, yep. Yeah, because they would they would uh, basically starve them out. That people would die of famine laying in the streets and then they would um disease would start up because of the the rotting corpses i know this is nasty stuff folks but it's reality is what they did in the ancient world and uh the disease would take a whole bunch of people out and then the the invading army would basically just walk in and take over the city mm. you know because it wouldn't be hardly anybody else left to fight them you know that's right uh, so that was pretty much the strategy. And what did, what did God say about his four judgments? What were they, brother? Brother, you remember I used to teach on this. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can remember. Let me see if I was paying attention. Uh, I'm going to find out. Uh, that would be pestilence. Uh-huh. The sword. Uh-huh. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> this is a test. Dun, 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 I know. Dun, 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 it's like Jeopardy, right? Do you uh, remember where it's found? Uh, I didn't do my job. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ezekiel? I, Ezekiel? Okay, I was thinking Ezekiel or Isaiah. Yeah, I couldn't remember, but yeah. Ezekiel. Okay, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, what, what chapter? 13? Ooh, you're close. 14. Ah, uh, the, the, the audience is waiting in anticipation. They're going, come on, come on, let's get with it, get with it, tell us. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Ezekiel 14, 21. For thus saith the Lord God, how much more when I send my four sword judgments upon Jerusalem, the sword and the famine and the noisome beast the and the pestilence beast. to cut off from it man and beast. So basically it's... Um, the, the sword is, you know, obviously violence, death by violence, right? 
famine that's pretty clear lack of food uh the beast that's a, an invading army or that's a that's a ruling empire really a beast in the bible that's what that is and then uh pestilence you know the disease so you gotta disease, you gotta man. you've got a ruling empire army outside your city walls and they're starving you out and the pestilence the disease starts inside walls from the rotting corpse and then they walk in and bring the sword once, once they, you know, because it's hard to penetrate those walls. You know, they said Babylon was impenetrable. Mm-hmm. No one could conquer Babylon, right? And um, guess who conquered them? Of course, the Medes and the Persians. Well, how did they do it? Well, they found a hole in the wall that was this the, the thickness of the like double. I think it had triple walls. Thickness yeah, of them were, were just huge. I mean, it's just like nobody could take those walls. And they, they were self-sufficient inside the wall, so you couldn't starve them out. They could go years and years and years and years and years without leaving those walls. And, you know, the army outside would be the ones that would be starving, right? So um, they said that nobody could defeat Babylon. Well, they, they found a place where they had a water supply going into the, into the city through the wall. So what they did is they dammed up that water supply and walked in through that hole that they that they created, mm. and they took out Babylon. That's it. And that was the night that the, the handwriting on the wall that's in the Bible, right? That where Belshazzar um, saw the vision and Daniel said, "Oh, your kingdom is taken from you." That very night is when the Medes and the Persians walked in and took took down Babylon. Amazing. Because they were they were all drunk and partying and doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, they got them asleep, you know, in a stupid. Yeah. Yep. So, so, but, you know, there's, you know, brilliant strategy, right? Yeah. Cyrus the Great, right? So, when we talk about Artaxerxes the first, right? With, with the, who, who was the first one to, I think he's the one that actually took down Babylon, if I remember right. And then uh, he gave the decree. We talked about in prophecy where he gave the decree for Jerusalem to be rebuilt, the wall to be rebuilt for Jerusalem. And the temple to be reinstituted, and it wasn't carried out as far as the, as far as the wall goes. The temple was built. Ezra, the book of Ezra records that, mm-hmm. and then um, Nehemiah went in and built the wall. Uh, and Cyrus the Great gave that edict uh, that was already given by Artaxerxes the first. He was just saying, "Okay, we're going to carry this out and have this done." And so um, there's a there's your prophecy prophecy clock starting right there with Artaxerxes. But let's get on to the other things. Um, and that would be, let's talk about virtual reality, brother. Mm. Because I, I, I came across some, I, I, actually, I didn't send you these two videos yet, okay. but I'm going to send them to you. I've okay. talked okay. about virtual reality because it hit me pretty hard this week as I was really thinking about it and going through it. That the we have been manipulated and deceived and controlled by what's called virtual reality in the cyber world. And of course, uh, Facebook calls that the metaverse. Uh, but with that, we have a loss of personal human contact. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you notice that Facebook uses the term friends. Yeah. They've redefined the term friends. Mm-hmm. You know, a friend, the Bible says a friend sticks closer than a brother, but not a Facebook friend, right? <laughs> right. Because it's that's not a friend in the biblical 
definition, right? Right. That's a that's a Facebook definition. Uh, and so the, the the point is is that what what begins to happen is we begin to 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 get addicted to these platforms, mm. these uh, the cyber platforms. You know, we have the apps on our phones and so forth, and we're constantly checking our phones for that. So I took that thing off of my phone and that, that was so freeing. Yeah. Not to be a slave to every time somebody posts something, I'm getting a notification on my phone. You know, I, I, I got, it got to be like a chain about my neck pulling me all the time. You know, mm. I hate that. And so, so I got rid of it. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm completely off of Facebook. I, I don't even have a Facebook page anymore and uh, I'm off of Twitter I don't have a Twitter account and I'm off of YouTube. I don't do YouTube videos because they censor too much. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. I am not going to self-censor in order to be on YouTube. I won't do it because if I self-censor, they win. Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I really don't think I'm accomplishing anything by trying to give out good information on YouTube when I'm self-censored. I can't give out good information. I have to give out the information that's under the control of the controllers, the people who tell you, okay, this, this is what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say. And if you don't say what we tell you to say, it's misinformation. They will use fact checkers to put out a propaganda because that's all they do. Fact checkers just put out propaganda mm-hmm. uh, and we will manipulate the minds and control the people. So what you end up with in, in the cyber world is you end up with mind manipulation control. You end up with a distortion of reality when it comes to this whole metaverse, the virtual reality stuff. Yeah. And of course, there's other companies other than Facebook working on this, but uh, it depending on what they call it. But the only one I know by um, trademark term is metaverse. And you spend any time in that and you've, you've lost sense of the real world. Absolutely. And so I, here's my thing. You want to you wanna talk to me? Give me a phone call or stop by the house. You want to give mm-hmm. me news? Give me a text. Give me a phone call. Talk to me. Uh, I, I don't want to do it through cyberspace. You see, the, the whole thing about Facebook, what do they first thing they start doing? They start collecting your information. Yeah. Oh, tell us where you went to school. Tell us your birthday. Tell us your name. Tell us your address. Tell us this. Tell us that. Tell us the other thing. They ha- they're a collection. They're they're an information collection agency. And if anybody thinks that uh, they keep that stuff secret from government entities, folks, they've been working with government entities. <laughs> what you put on Facebook, the NSA has. What you put on Facebook is accessible by the FBI, the, you know, any other of the uh, federal law enforcement agencies, uh, the IRS, all of it. They ha- you're, you're an open book to these agencies, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. just something to be aware of. Uh, the whole purpose of Facebook, and some people, I can't prove this, but there is a conspiracy theory out there that says, and I don't even like the term conspiracy theory because that was made up by the CIA to 
to um, discredit people who were questioning the Warren Commission concerning the assassination of Kennedy. So they came up with the term conspiracy theory to um, to push their, their official narrative and to um, to disregard or to um, um, make someone who has a different view of the official narrative uh, look bad. You know, make them look like they're kooks and loony and all that. So they use terms as a form of manipulation to do that. And conspiracy theory is one of those terms that they use. But there, there is uh, uh, out there, they're saying that, um, that the CIA actually formed Facebook. And Zuckerberg was just their puppet. Mm. And so they, it was an information data collection um, method by the CIA. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, you know, you'll hear it from time to time among certain certain groups who will say yeah we think that's probably true so but the fact that they collect that much information even if it's just the corporation collecting it and that's all it is do you really want them to have that much information on you how many of you are getting all the you know the, the next credit card company trying to get you to buy in their credit card or you know targeted advertising and all of that you you can like this podcast as soon as we put it out, we'll get targeted advertising. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's based on words that we say. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and, 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 and perfect example. I would I would speak on this is that the all our videos that have been censored through YouTube, it's because of one word uh, that we use uh, or a certain mm-hmm. set of words that we use. That right. Right. And it's not like they go and argue, you know, oh, this is why your material wasn't sensitive or whatever it was. They just that word got triggered. And they just shut you down. And when you try to appeal, they say, hey, wait a minute. It's like you don't even get a chance. All you do no. is click a button, and then they'll deny your appeal, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> now, welcome to the world, new world order, yeah. right? Welcome, yeah. No, welcome. absolutely. Now, going back to what you were talking about, virtual reality, mm-hmm. it's gotten so amazingly addicting and controlling in a way because mm-hmm. you say that we're so used to having that, you know, device in your hand and have to check up on your account, have to check up on your whatever likes or there's games that have been created for virtual reality, brother, where you can create your own character with whatever characteristics and traits you right. want to have, right? Right. Yeah, and it's an avatar. It's like, yeah, the avatar, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get to play in this game mm-hmm. as that character and do right. everyday life as that character. Right. So, what supposedly, you know, they're calling it, it's 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 basically allowing the introvert to be able to live in a virtual reality world where they supposedly, you know, exactly. can be social and interact with others. And they blah, isolate blah, blah. and that's their yes. world. That's their reality. Right. But, I mean, you're still isolating. You have to be in a room, you know, creating right. this world. And it's like, how is that helping them? Really? Right. Just think I saw, about that. I, I saw right? a couple. I saw a couple movies this week off of uh, Amazon Prime uh-huh. that really addressed that subject matter, right? Uh, right. The virtual reality, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, the, the in both movies, virtual reality became reality. Yeah, in both those movies, it's almost as if they are kind of telling us through these movies that this is the world you're, we're going to go into. This is mm-hmm. where we're going. We're oh, yeah. going to go to that world. And they want us to, to, to isolate from the real world. Yeah. Now, imagine for a moment how that would affect the church. 
virtual reality church. I can see that coming. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Where you're not actually meeting and actually hugging and actually having face-to-face conversations. You're virtual reality church. Yeah. You know, and that's that's unhealthy. That's not good because well, you just, lose sense of reality. Exactly. And I was going to say, you know, one of the things, especially with the lockdown, when it happened, you know, majority, mm-hmm. the, you know, all the churches, majority of the churches went to online services, which right. if you ask any pastor, they'll probably tell you their worst fear was that when we reopen back up, how many were actually going to come back to fellowship physically in person compared mm-hmm. to, well, we're so used to online services, virtual services. Let's just keep it like that. Right. But, right. Uh, and again, that's where maturity, that's where discernment comes in for those that right. believe in an actual fellowship, a gathering mm-hmm. of the saints. Man, you want to be physically in the presence of others, uh, church body members, to be able to interact and pray for each other and look at each other and go, hey, bro, how you been? Hey, sisters, how you been? Right? Instead exactly. of a screen, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, for us, it works perfect. Why? Right? Right. We use, we use it. Why? Because my brother moved to the other side of the United States. Praise the Lord for this technology that we're able to continue to do right. this podcast this yeah. way. That's how we take it as the Lord blessing us in this regard. Right. But what we want this fellowship, if you were to live here in San Diego, brother, you know, and no, have, no, we, what right? did we do? We met in person and did we met podcast. in person and that's yeah. how we did our podcast. You right. know, the only times we actually, you know, did it virtually, it's when either you or I got sick and, right. quote, you know, we were in the middle of the whole hoax-demic you know, hoax demic, <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. okay, we're going to isolate, you know, but that's about it. Other than that, no, we wanted to physically be together and, and record yeah. a podcast. Uh, but yeah, th- if you ask a lot of churches and a lot of churches, you know, will tell you um, that they, they're, they lost members to online services and they continue to have those services right. and that's how they attend. You know, unfortunately, you know, there is a lot of people that are still fearful of, the actual virus itself, you know, which is understandable, you know, with those with, you know, uh, um, uh, a greater age, you know, a little older, you know, that's understandable. And you have pre-existing conditions, you know, that can uh, um, worsen. We're going to talk about that. I got, I got so, some stuff right. off. I then got some I'll stuff. stop. Let you continue then. Sorry yeah. to interject. No, no, no. I'm, I'm happy to get I'm happy. I, I like it yeah. when you get in there and, and talk, brother. Get in there. But, uh, yeah. So, um, by the way, with my Hemi, I could probably make there in about six hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think that's too much. When I get there, we're like four. <laughs> well, yeah, probably four. But, but, but when we get there, we'd be able to interview about 30 state troopers that'd be following me. <laughs> And we'll be holding a podcast from jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, and that, but anyway, the point you just made there, um, you know, that that lends to the mass formation psychosis concept. Yes. Where right. people are, um, they're afraid that they're they're driving fear, driving fear, driving fear, so that people are constantly fearful of something that. Basically, there's been no scientific evidence and no proof that it is as bad as they're claiming. Right. Right. So along along with uh, pulling this out of reality, because I tell you right now, I, we went to we went to climb a mountain, my, my daughter and I, the other day. Okay. And uh, I took a day to recover yesterday because I, I was so sore and tired because we went about a little over 6,000 feet up. Wow. 
and we literally had to scale rocks with a rope really get up get up yeah Yeah, i mean it was it was it was adventurous (laughs) yeah it was a lot of fun but it, it but the thing is is that i didn't do a virtual mountain climb in cyber world folks I did a real mountain climb where I actually felt it in my muscles the next day. (laughs) And I actually got to have real, actual human contact with my daughter. And we had great conversations. Two and a half hour drive up there, uh, up to toward Boone, North Carolina. Mm, And two and a half hours back. And then this, on this mountain, brother, was called Grandfather Mountain. Hey, that was I kid fitting. You not. Yeah, Grandfather Mountain. And here here I am, a grandfather climbing it. But uh, it was awesome. But uh, anyway, so the point is, is that reality is better than virtual reality. Mm, absolutely. Just remember that. Now, but if you they can get you into virtual reality and they get you into, uh, okay, we will, we will uh, channel down, we will uh, cut down what information is allowed to be put out to people. And cut out anything that doesn't fit within our agenda and our narrative, mm-hmm. then uh, we can begin to feed the people once they're addicted to social media, and, and many people are, uh, because if you take it away, they'd go into DTs like a drug addict coming off of drugs. Mm-hmm. I guarantee yep. you that they'd be they'd be going bonkers. They can't do without their phone perhaps for for five minutes, and and so we we got them hooked in. And now we just feed them what we want them to have. Hmm. So then you have, so what do you have? Who's who's going to be feeding them the information? Well, I'll tell you who is. Klaus Schwab, Yuri Noah Harari, the guy who says he can hack you, hack your brain. Hmm. Bill Gates, mm-hmm. George Soros, the Rothschilds, the uh, Rockefeller family, BlackRock. Which is which has been big in, in censorship on these uh, social media outlooks. David Brock of Media Matters, he formed Media Matters. Mm. He's the one feeding the mainstream media their stories and telling them this is what you run on the evening news. All of them follow whatever David Brock says, and others who control the narrative and the agenda. So, uh, so you end up with. Uh, it's almost like a Chinese communist Chinese or the old USSR, the Union Soviet Socialist Republic of Russia, um, where they controlled information to their citizens and they could not uh, say or do or see anything outside of what the government allowed. Well, that's gone worldwide through oligarchy and corporate uh, control. And these bankers, these international bankers that are doing this, you say, oh, here we go to conspiracy theories again. Well, mm-hmm. folks, are you waking up yet? Shanghai is living through a conspiracy theory right now. Remember that. Every time you think, oh, there comes a conspiracy theory, just remember Shanghai right now is living through a conspiracy theory, and it's a nightmare. And four months ago, People would have thought I was crazy if I told you, oh, yeah, Chinese, they're going to go in and they're shut down 26 million people in Shanghai and they're going to starve them to death. Oh, and they're going to, you know, lock them into their, their apartments and their condos and, and weld their doors shut so they can't get out. They're not going to let them have any food and they're not going to let them travel or anything like that. You'd say, oh, you're crazy. Four months later, reality. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So don't. 
don't don't uh, when people say, "Oh, that's just conspiracy theory," you need to start thinking. Uh oh, I better start looking like four or five months down and see what's really going to happen. Well, yeah. I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint later on as we look at the WHO, World Health Organization, and what they had on their website. I'm pulling information, folks, off of their website, and we're going to go into it in a moment. Now, what else do you get with virtual reality? You get the mainstream media, social media, and censorship control, and information in support of the political and social agenda. What else do you get? Normalization of sexual perversions and, and depraved lifestyles. How about Disney? Disney's in big trouble lately. Yeah. Have you seen that battle between uh, DeSantis and oh, Disney? DeSantis is the man. He's exposing them. He's awesome. What they really are. I love Hard, they're, Yeah, they're pushing Can we, can we trade our... Uh... Our uh, California wannabe governor for DeSantis. Can we just swap him like the uh, like a major league baseball trade or something? <laughs> Actually, I'll offer a, I'll offer a Newsom and uh, uh, a couple of the other uh, senators for DeSantis. How about that? <laughs> I'll I'll call up the baseball commissioner and see what they can do. But I just don't think Florida's going to take that trade. <laughs> I'll, I'll even send money. I'll send money with them. <laughs> they they go trade their ace player for for a third rate player to sitting on the bench. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> oh my goodness. So anyway, so yeah, yeah, anyways, this, Disneyland, brother. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's having Disneyland. some hard time. Yeah, and, and of course you know they're pushing. They they have a bunch of pedophiles working for them. They cover up things when it happens. They had a they had a pedophile one of, one of their staff workers on um on one of their ships that sexually assaulted an 11-year-old in the elevator on the ship. And what did Disney do? They covered it up, and they sent that guy back to his home country and told the parents, don't say anything. And told the mastered arms, told the mastered arms on the ship, that who's the, who's the security person on the ship, that the, the law enforcement at sea is the mastered arms. That's what I did in the Navy. And told that that, that security this agent or that specialist shut up don't say anything and don't investigate it yeah that's disney folks that's your disney with all the happy characters in the castle and the fireworks and the happiest place on earth not for children who are victims of pedophiles it's not hmm. disney's being exposed netflix they are taking a dump I mean, their stocks are going into the tank. They're crashing. Why? Because they're pushing sexual perversion agendas. Oh, yeah. And they're woke. Go woke, go broke, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and then, uh, of course, Pride Month. Every time they want to push an agenda, they make a week or a month out of it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. You got Pride Month, right? You got Pride. They make a parade out of it, too. Pride Parade, right? I, did you know that uh, this week is uh, eight? No, this month coming up in April, it's Asian Pacific American Week or Asian Pacific Pacific uh, Week for the Asian yeah Pacific. Asian Pacific Islander Pacific, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian Pacific Islander Week. Yeah, or yeah. something like that. A month? No, it's a month. It's a whole month. month. No, it's the whole month. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. Was it? African American one that just passed, I think, this past month or something like that. Right, right. So yeah. now, now what is Hispanic month? There's like a Latino month. Oh, did they have that? Too? Oh, yeah. I, I thought that was Cinco de, de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's funny about that, brother? 
<laughs> What's so, that? Everybody celebrates Cinco de Mayo here in the United States. But nobody you know, in Mexico. <laughs> nobody. In, it's not even a recognized uh, uh, holiday day. in Mexico. Exactly. A holiday. It's not even yeah. close. Isn't that funny? Yeah, the United States is wacky when it comes to stuff. Yeah. But, but you know what my wife is, right? What is my wife? Tell the audience. What's that? What is my wife? Tell the audience. Oh, his wife, uh, Pacific Islander. Pacific Islander. Now, she is a Filipino, which I think she's right. more Hispanic. Like yeah, yeah. Filipinos and Mexicans are well, well, my son is, we're more my, alike than anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to insult them. My beloved Filipinos and Filipinas, Filipinas, female. Uh, but my son, who is half Filipino, described the Philippines this way, trying to trying to explain the Philippines to a North Carolinian, and he says, "Well, you have to understand, the Philippines are like the Mexico of Asia." Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that pretty oh, good description? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's pretty good description. Absolutely. I mean, similarities. Yeah. We're always in on time. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mexicans yeah. and Filipinos Fili- are known for... Filipino time, right? Uh, being oh, a Filipino yeah. or, or you yeah. know, Hispanic time. What else? <laughs> Our foods. Uh, man, we, we both have mole. Us, us Caucasians <laughs> are so uptight about time, man, I tell you. Uh, but yeah, anyway. I know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, she, you know what she thinks about the uh, Pacific Asian month or whatever it is? Oh, what what is that? Oh, I don't care anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm the same way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, it, it's Latino month. Yeah. I don't care right. if it's Latino, green, blue, white, yellow. I said, exactly. oh, clear. what's that? That's nothing. It does nothing for me. Come on. It's all, but they, what do they say? Oh, it's about awareness and education. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not. It's about pushing an agenda. Exactly. <laughs> be honest. Oh, you should be proud of your heritage. I go, I don't need to be. I have right. dual citizenship. I'm a Mexican uh, 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 citizen. I'm also an American citizen. I was blessed with that. Do I need to like, <laughs> oh, I got to celebrate it in my month off. No. I said, no, what for? Do you have your little Mexican flag hanging off your rearview mirror there, bro? <laughs> you know what? One day in our podcast, when we, I'm going to show up with a Mexican flag on my hat. Yeah. A Mexican flag on my shirt. <laughs> I told my daughter, I says, I says what, what do you think your mom would do if I got a, a tattoo, an American and, and a Filipino flag on my on my shoulder? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> on my, that's my, my forearm or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> She'll probably she's trying to laugh at laugh at it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so getting back on our subject matter, uh, yeah, they that's how they do. It. They push parades, they push month, they put push a week for mm-hmm. you know education or whatever, and then that brings us to government education. Government education is rife with sexual perversion training down to mm-hmm. the kindergarten level now. Oh yeah. You gotta watch your kid. What what they're doing with your kids, folks? These government education isn't what it was fifty or sixty years ago, and it was bad enough fifty or sixty years ago. Today, it's horrifically depraved. It's evil. Ever since Bill Gates jumped in the bandwagon on education in the United States of America with his Common Core crap. And mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's crap. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting worse and worse and worse. These kids, brother, they they don't even know how to think for themselves. No, they're not trained. How and to unfortunately, think. they don't no, want they're to. Not. Think. They're not being trained. They're actually being 
guided and in, 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 uh, indoctrinated to think a certain way. Therefore, no. that's why you're getting all this wokeness and, you know, uh, these agenda seekers and they follow that agenda, you right. know, because of that exact point, you know, and, and there's no more free thought. Hey, be a thinker. There's logical thinking on these things. And like you were just saying, you know, especially with this whole uh, uh, sexual health, you know, education that they're trying to push, they're getting to the point, I think here in California, it's getting to the point that uh, I can't remember the age group, but it's at the lowest, the youngest age group that they're trying to push like uh, uh, sexual uh, They pushed it all the way down. They pushed it all the way down to kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. So I, in some way, I'm always telling, you know, parents, hey, be aware, ask for that curriculum before you start the year. You want right. to make sure what you're teaching your kids. So, yeah, and that's pull huge. Them out. Pull them out. If, if, they're, if they're not listening to the parent and, and honoring your moral values, pull them out. And then you go to that administrator or that principal and you say, my kid's not coming back until yep. you straighten this mess out. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. That will get their attention. You say, how'd that get their attention? A little thing called FTEs. Mm -hmm. I worked in higher education for many years, folks, many years, college and university. And uh, I can tell you at the college of the community college level and the K-12 level doesn't affect the universities. Um, FTEs are vital. And what that means is they take attendance. You know why? Because that's how they get their funding from the state. Absolutely. They need attendance to get their funding. And if all the parents start pulling their kids out and saying, they're not returning until you fix this mess. Guess what? Their funding goes into the tank. Mm -hmm. And guess what they're going to be doing? Trying to fix the mess because they're going to basically their schools are going to shut down because they won't have enough funding to run them because the state's not going to give them money unless they have the FTEs. Or they're going to have to put some pressure on the state and lobby them to try to push for funding regardless of the FTEs. And problem is, and I know in California at least, that's law. Yeah. Therefore, they have to follow the law, and the law says you, ba- you pay based upon attendance. So there's your, there's your end, folks. That's one of a number of ways you can bring the pressure down on your schools, really yep, bring yep. the pressure on them. You know, so anyway, moving on from that, we move to the WHO. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in, they've already set. So what we've done, we've, we've set the stage. We've set the foundation for what's coming next. OK, and all of this stuff that we've just talked about, where people are being mind manipulated and controlled and and they're they're conforming. They're, they're, they're teaching people how to conform to their agenda through all of these means that we just talked about. So what are they going to get them to conform to? All right. The WHO is pushing for what's called a pandemic treaty. And what that would do, it would put restrictions on people by treaty. Now, if you look in the Constitution of the United States, one of the ways that laws are brought into the country is by treaty. That's the one way you can bypass Congress. That's the only way you can bypass Congress when it comes to laws. If if you make a treaty with another nation and that treaty requires certain things, 
by law, you're required to enact those things. And so that means that if in that treaty they say, okay, we're going to make a treaty, and one of the parts of the treaty is we have to push people out of their homes into the inner city, into high-rise apartments, and minimize uh, the number of cars we have in our nation. Okay, let's say that's in the treaty. Guess what? By law, and this is constitutional, they have to do that. And they have to force us into that. So a treaty with the World Health Organization, as you're going to find out as I go through this, can be very dangerous. Mm, yep. So be careful with that, folks. So what's the what's the, the point of the treaty? And by the way, I've, I'm hearing that Australia may have already signed a treaty with WHO. Uh, Newfoundland wow. basically is, is enacting a lot of this stuff. So... Uh, Attempt to give the WHO enforcement authority during a pandemic through means of treaty. So that's what they want to do. They want enforcement authority where they can enforce their mandates on us. And we can't scream, Constitution, Constitution, you're violating the Constitution. Doesn't matter. The Constitution allows for treaty law. Mm. There's, they gotcha right there. So they can make that argument in court. Yeah. A fake pandemic is declared by the WHO. Here's the scenario. This is this, well, by the way, we just went through this. We just went through this with the last one. So what? Listen carefully. So they they declare a fake pandemic. WHO declares it. They don't need any scientific proof required for declaring it. All they need is a bureaucratic declaration of the pandemic. Mm. They don't have to prove anything to anybody. They just come out and say, we got a pandemic, shut it all down. Yeah. And by treaty, we'd have to do it. No scientific. So let's see, moving on to the next one. A bioweapon is released, as was done previously. That's what happened in this last one. They released a bioweapon out of Wuhan lab, right? Well, there's more than the Wuhan, right? I mean, there's a number of connections. And now they believe that that there's, there's a possibility that ukraine was connected with it as well with their bio bio labs mm. <clears throat> connected with with wuhan hear those dogs they're going yeah. nuts out there <laughs> <laughs> anyway um lockdowns didn't we just go through that yep. isolation right? Mm-hmm. right food supplies destroyed think shanghai china it's happening right now in shanghai that's the test case all right. Um, and then mass genocide. You say, wait a minute, wait a minute, mass genocide. Look at Shanghai. What do you have in Shanghai right now? You have mass genocide by starvation, uh, but you know, mainly by starvation and a lot of it, you know, suicide. People are starving then and they're jumping out of windows and committing suicide. There's your World Health Organization right there. Okay. Now, Control of the population by fear, force, and starvation. This is what China's doing right now. Remember, Shanghai is a test case. They want to bring this worldwide. Mm. Depopulation on a mass scale. That's Klaus Schwab has come out openly and stated that. I read his book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, and now I have his other book, brother, I'm reading now called The Great Narrative. Mm, okay. He's laying it right out there. Right there. All you got to do is buy his books and read them. He's got it right there. Now, 
So what are they doing right now to kind kind of train us to conform to what their narrative is? Well, the test case there is Ukraine. See, they're, they're getting hit in Ukraine because they're mad about Ukraine. They're, the globalists are screaming and yelling and, and throwing a total fit about Ukraine because that was their that was their one of their main uh, sources of operation for the bio labs, and I understand possibly even for uh, human trafficking, for pedophilia, for child trafficking, yeah, all of that. Right. Uh, I mean, there was an eleven-year-old, was it eleven or twelve-year-old girl found with a swastika um, yeah. that was, uh, you know, carved into her chest. She was dead. Yeah, well, guess yeah. who? Was it the Russians that killed her? No, it was the it was the Azov uh, Nazi Ukrainians that did it. And don't think that that's just a small that's just a small group like the KKK. No, the KKK almost is non-existent in the United States anymore. No, there was an entire battalion of Nazis fighting Russia in Ukraine. So when you're going rah rah Ukraine, you're going rah rah globalists and rah rah Nazis. Do you really want to support support globalists and Nazis? Mm-mm. And then they want to, they're trying to pull us into the war. Why? Because if they can get us pulled into the war, that's just one more step toward pushing their agenda. And I'm saying, no, we don't get involved with that over there. And Russia will take care of business and they'll go home. That's what's going to happen. Okay. They're knocking out the Nazis right now. Because why? Because for eight years, those Nazi, that, that influence in the, in the Ukrainian army of the Nazis, they have been shooting and killing civilians in the Donbass uh, region of the eastern part of Ukraine for eight years, sniping them and, and shelling them with their artillery. And I'm going to tell you right now, you know, everybody says, I don't. I'm not a Putin apologist. Okay, he's not the greatest guy in the world, but he's a whole lot better than who's running Ukraine. He finally said enough, and Ukraine, the Eastern Ukraine, was begging Russia to come in and help them. Yep. And so that's why they're in there. Oh, and by the way, the use of other things like CGI, uh, video, old, you know, video games, mm-hmm. old newsreel footage and green screens to deceive you and me with fake reports out of Ukraine. So what's real and what's fake? Yeah. Do you know, folks? Can you tell? Uh-huh. Many of <laughs> many people, most Americans have bought into the fake. Okay. They get done. Oh, they're knocking out. Ukraine's winning. Russia's getting their tanks all knocked out and all this kind of stuff. That's utter nonsense. That's all CGI. It's green screens. It's file footage. It's fake. I'll tell you right now. It's fake. Now, why? how do I know that? Because I'm watching Patrick Lancaster's reports out of Ukraine, who is actually on the ground filming it, and you can tell it's real. He's not faking anything. You can tell it's real. And he's showing Russia pushing the Ukrainians back. Okay? So you got to be careful where you get your source of information. Now, so what do they have? They have uh, 
you get a fake pandemic. You don't need any scientific proof. Bioweapon is released, and then lockdowns, isolation, food supplies destroyed, mass genocide, and Shanghai is an example, and then put depopulation on mass scale. So there you have the Ukraine, you have the Azov Nazis, citizens forced to fight. That was the next thing I had written down. Citizens forced to fight. Mm. That's illegal. That's against the Geneva Condition. Uh, Geneva um, Convention. Convention. Thank you. My tongue is all twisted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Geneva Convention. It's against it. You can't do that. It's illegal. False reports designed to pull the USA into the war, and we don't want to do that, folks. Truth, and it comes out of Pat, Patrick Lancaster reports. Now, next. We have a generation of young folks that have this illusion of being able to change the world. Okay? So they think we're going to come in and we're going to change the world and we're going to solve the climate change problem and we're going to solve the war problem and we're going to solve this and that and the other thing. Um, us old folks look at that and we start laughing because <laughs> we know better. Yep. That ain't going to happen. Now, you got a number. Now, now okay, I'm going to talk to the Q folks for just a moment, folks, if you just bear with me for a moment. By the way, it's Q and it's Anon. It's not QAnon. Anyone who says QAnon has no clue what they're talking about. They've never researched this stuff. And so that's most of your mass media. They, they don't, they're clueless, okay, <laughs> when it comes to this. <laughs> there's Q and then there's Anon. Anon is separate from Q, but they're, they're linked in that um, they're both on the same page. Now, Q puts out the information and the Anons interpret the information. That's how that goes, all right? Yeah. So let me talk to them for a moment. Um, there's no human plan that can relieve the world of sin and human depravity, okay? So you're not going to, through the Q movement, through Trump and the White Hats or you know whatever you want the term you want to use to call them, you're not going to, through, through that means resolve human depravity and resolve mm -hmm. sin in the world. Well, because I've heard this, brother. Well, we get rid of the globalist and we get rid of the evil people in the world and we will have a new world. Eh, wrong answer. Nope. You know why? Because we are they. <laughs> <laughs> exactly all have sinned and come short of the glory of god there's none righteous no not one none seek after god they've all gone astray that's us okay romans chapter three so no now be careful because in that particular movement you can get sucked into what i call modern gnosticism mm. Secret knowledge. How many people have their, uh, they have their regular videos and then you can join their little club, right? For a little fee, right? The uh, insiders club usually is what they'll call it. And then you can get the real information, the secret information, right? Right. Well, how do you, how do they know? <laughs> how do they know any of this stuff? Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, you, you got to, so, but that's right out of, that's the playbook right out of Gnosticism. 
And then some of them talk about this. I'm just warning the Christians on this. Uh, you can, once you get connected with God, their version of connected with God, you will be able to move into the higher plane of existence. Mm. That's Gnosticism, folks, right out of the Gnostic playbook. I've got the uh, Nag Hammadi library right here behind me on my bookshelf, which is the Gnostic writings from the ancient world. I read them. You know why? Because I know it's coming up again in our day and age. And I want, (laughs) and I've also got, um, the, the uh, church fathers back here, the Athanasian fathers, and I've got on heresies by, yeah. I think it's Tertullian. And he ripped the Nazis. I mean, the Nazis. Good night. Let me get right. The Gnostics. <laughs> there were no, <laughs> they were Romans back then, not Nazis. But anyway, <laughs> the Gnostics, he ripped them upside one side down and back down the other. And he, if you mention Tertullian and on heresy to a modern day Gnostic, oh, I hate Tertullian. I hate Tertullian. <laughs> they don't right, like right. him because <laughs> he ripped them up, man. Because so you know, just just be careful with that kind of talk. That's not reality, all right? So just had to take that side road for a moment. Now, the solution is for the redeemed to come out from among them and forsake the unclean thing and return to Christ. So what does that mean? Uh, folks, you're not going to like this when I say it, but you have to make the decision to do it. Turn it off. Facebook, turn it off. Twitter, turn it off. You want to watch a car you car video or something or how to repair an engine on YouTube, that's fine. I don't care about that. I watch those. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're going to try to get your news from YouTube, turn it off. It's garbage. It's garbage, folks. Other than Patrick Lancaster, I'll, I'll give him a plug. But see the point I'm making? If you get hooked up into that too much, they got you. The fish bites on the hook, and then they just pull back on the rod and set the hook. And they just reel you right in. And that's the problem. Now, my final point here is this, before I get into WHO website stuff, and that is this. Because we have been so locked into cyberspace and the social media and all that kind of stuff, we have become way too comfortable in this world way too comfortable because we are too accepting of the world's thoughts actions and agendas Mm. bible says come out from among them and be separate saith the lord okay that's a direct quote from scripture come out from among them and be ye separate saith the lord what does that mean Get away from the mental toxicity. That stuff is toxic. It's toxic to your mind, and it's toxic to your soul. And all of the political bantering and back and forth on those social media sites is not healthy. And all of the gossip and all of the, you know, oh, do you see what this Hollywood personality did? And you see what that person did? Oh, here's the latest. Oh, this guy reamed this other guy. How is that healthy to the mind and the soul? How is it healthy? It's not. 
It poisons our mind and our soul with toxic poison. The scripture tells us to mind our minds, to to think on what? What's Philippians 4.8? Whatever is good, whatever is honest, whatever is pure, whatever is down the list, think on these things. Do you get that from Facebook? Do you get that from Twitter? Do you get that from, I don't know, the political side of YouTube? Nope. Sure don't. So we have to be careful. Now, let me move on. Here's my one point on that. The evil in society feels normal to us because we have been saturated in it through music, media, movies, sitcoms, social media videos, and social media narrative platforms such as Facebook and Twitter. So now you have a decision to make. Are you going to come out and be separate from the toxicity or are you going to continue to indulge in it? Everything in moderation, the Bible says. So put it down, take the app off your phone, put it down and go have some real interaction with real people. Go have coffee with your neighbor. Actually go climb a real mountain with a family member, not a cyber one. All right, I think I made my point. Now, the WHO had, this is, this is going to go into their agenda. In uh, April the 13th, 2022, this is very recent, they did a statement on the 11th meeting of the International Health Regulations, which was originated in 2005. It's the uh, International Health Regulations Emergency Committee regarding the coronavirus disease, COVID-19 pandemic. Now, originated in 2005, folks. When did the pandemic come around? 2019. Yep. So let me read to you what I have here. This is a direct quote from that agenda that I pulled off of the WHO website. The director general explained that the world has tools to limit transmission, save lives, and protect health systems. He expressed hope in the current epidemiological situation, noting that the world is currently experiencing the lowest number of reported deaths in two years. That is a blatant lie. The adverse reactions from the shots has skyrocketed deaths in the last year. Actually, 2020 the, the, the deaths went up, went, went sky high because that's when the shots came out. So that's a blatant lie. However, the unpredictable uh, behavior of the SARS-CoV-2 virus and insufficient national responses are, emphas- are contributing to the continued global pandemic context. I underlined this portion, so pay close attention. The director general emphasized the importance of state parties, that'd be nations, using available medical countermeasures and public health and, in bold letters, social measures. Mm. Think Shanghai, China. Social measures. I don't think I need to say any more on that one. He highlighted the publication of the update, Strategic Preparedness, Readiness, and Response Plan, which provides a roadmap of how the world can end the COVID-19 emergency in 2022 and prepare for future events. 
prepare for future events. That means they're planning more. Yeah. <laughs> you got to understand globalist language, folks. It's like interpreting the Bible, right? <laughs> Representatives of the Office of Legal Counsel. Guess what the acronym is, brother? Repeat that again. The the what council? The Office of Legal Counsel. In parentheses, leg. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Oh, well, we leg. Oh my god. Leg. Goodness. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. But yeah, leg. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, usually when it's an acronym, there because the first letter represents. It'd be like it right? should be like OLC, right? OLC, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because when you were no. saying, I was like, "Well, OLC," and then you said, L- "Leg." I'm like, "Leg, L-E-G, leg." Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so so it's the representatives of the of the Office of Legal Counsel in the Department of Compliance, Risk Management and Ethics at CRE, briefed the members of uh, of on, on their roles and responsibilities. The ethics officer from CRE provided the members and advisors with an overview of the WHO declaration of interest process. This is all bureaucratic language. Just bear with me, folks. It'll make sense in a moment. Um, The members and advisors were made aware of their individual responsibilities to disclose to the WHO in a timely manner any interest of of a personal, professional, or financial, intellectual, or commercial nature that may give rise to a perceived or direct conflict of interest. They were additionally reminded of their duty to maintain the confidentiality of the meeting discussions and the work of the committee. Why do they need confidentiality when they're talking about a global pandemic and they want to help people? Right. Why do they need confidentiality? What are they hiding and what's the secrets? (laughs) Doesn't it make you curious? Does it make you a little concerned? Does me. Now, here's the presentation, what they focused on. The global epidemiological context and factors that continue to drive transmission of the disease, which is not a disease, it's a bioweapon. Updates on international traffic, as well as COVID-19 proof of vaccination and test result certificates. The status of COVID-19 vaccination They want you to get the jab, folks. They're trying to push it really hard. And the strategic objectives for countries to to incorporate in their COVID-19 response. Next page. Like a news reporter. The committee discussed key issues, including SARS-CoV-2 variants, Use and equitable access to antivirals, vaccine protection, and global shifts in the supply and demand of COVID-19 vaccines, hybrid immunity, potential future scenarios of SARS-CoV-2, alarm bells, alarm bells, alarm bells, (laughs) going off in your head, hopefully. And if that dog don't shut up outside my window, I'm going to throw him out a window. <laughs> that dog is driving me nuts. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. He's trying to shut you down, bro. <laughs> He's controlled by the globalists. I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, I think he just shut up. <laughs> I'm going 
we'll wow. say that more often. Anyway, <laughs> so I just read potential future scenarios for SARS CoV 2 transmission. Why are they planning on more scenarios of it? Hmm? Oh, it's just readiness. Uh, do you really believe that? And How much challenges. readiness can you have? Exactly. <laughs> I think we're pretty ready. And challenges posed by concurrent health emergencies and underline this how member states are responding to the COVID 19 pandemic. Why is that the WHO's concern? They want to control us? Is that what it is? Bold and underlined. The committee also noted with concern the growing fatigue among communities worldwide in response to the COVID-19 pandemic and challenges posed by the lack of trust in scientific guidance and governments. I'm just I'm just watching for the for the beast response here. <laughs> I was gonna say there's a reason why uh, President Trump got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. So I have a note here for myself. This is not them. This is me. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, quercetin, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C are completely disregarded in this report. This indicates the influence of the pharmaceutical companies on the WHO. Moving on. Oh, and a second note. The WHO utterly ignores the fact that COVID-19 was created in a biological laboratory. Hmm. So just note those two things as we're going through this report. Now, I've got a little bit more. SARS, this is the WHO quoting again, quoting their website. SARS-CoV-2 is continuing to cause high levels of morbidity and mortality, particularly among vulnerable human populations. My note, false. I, I fact-checked them, folks. They're, fa uh, they're false. Beef, uh, uh, beef I fact-checked them. <laughs> I fact-checked them, bro. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a fact-checker now. That's oh, false. 99.9% yeah. .9 survival rate with COVID. We know that to be a fact. The, the adverse reactions of the COVID-19 injections, however, are totally disregarded, and they are devastating people. Mm. Now, back to the WHO quotes. In addition, committee members acknowledge national, regional, and global capacities to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic context, but noted with concern that some states, parties, or nations have relaxed PHSM, whatever that is, I, don't, I haven't figured out what that is yet, and reduced testing, impacting thus the global ability to monitor uh, evolution of the virus. So they want more testing and want more surveillance of, the, of what we're doing, right? So here's my note. A future push toward more mandated testing with tests that were manufactured in unsanitary conditions. Folks, have you seen the videos of how they manufacture these masks and, and uh, these tests? Oh, my goodness. Well, the mask specifically. Those masks that they had you wearing, extremely unsanitary. Guy sitting on the floor. The guy, one guy's got his at a machine, sewing machine somewhere in Southeast Asia, and sewing these things up, dropping them on the floor. And the guy on the floor is picking them up and doing whatever he does with them. And another guy on the floor is packaging them, and they're sending them out with all that nasty, dirty, nasty stuff all over the mask. And you buy it to the store, and you put it on your face, and you go, "Oh, I'm I'm protected." Uh, yeah. <laughs> Most people don't even know that. Check into the manufacturing of them. All right. 
And the test? You know what they're collecting with the test? I don't have this in my notes, but I know this. They're collecting your DNA. <laughs> Law enforcement forever has wanted to collect people's DNA. I know that. I was a cop for 30 years. Oh, if we could only have their DNA, we could match them up at the crime scene. Guess what they're collecting with your swabs up your nose? Your DNA. Yeah, some of that <laughs> DNA. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me we haven't been duped, brother. Um, <laughs> so the committee, this is them again. The committee also noted with concern the inconsistency of global COVID-19 requirements for international travel and the negative impact that inappropriate measures may have on all forms of international travel. In this context, the committee noted that offering vaccination to high-risk groups of international travelers on arrival, going out the gate, could be considered a means to mitigate the risk of, of severe disease or death due to COVID-19 among those these individuals. So what they've done is they've just, they're trying to create another means of uh, getting the injection into you. Now, WHO. In addition, the committee reinforced the continued need for international cooperation. Uh-huh. By treaty and force. Yeah, that's what they're pushing for, folks. This is what they want. Yeah, we're going to have you internationally cooperate with us. And coordinate, coordination for their word, not our, not mine, their words, not mine, folks, and coordination for surveillance. Surveillance. Mm -hmm. Their choice of word, not mine. As well as for robust and timely reporting for global systems, such as the global influenza, influenza surveillance and response system to inform national, regional, and global response efforts. My note, this is written as surveillance for the purpose of the detection of the pathogen. In other words, they're trying to surveil where the pathogen's going. However, dot, 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 Shanghai, China, is giving us the real meaning behind the words. WHO, the committee acknowledged that COVID-19 vaccination is a key tool to reduce morbidity and mortality and reinforce the importance of vaccination primary series and booster doses, including through heterologic, heterologous vaccine schedules. I butchered that word, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Interpretation, more shots, more adverse reactions, more deaths. WHO, as outlined in the SAGE roadmap, vaccination should be prioritized for high-risk groups such as health workers, older adults, and immune-compromised populations, refugees, and migrants to enhance vaccine uptake. States, parties, you know by now that means nations, are encouraged to address national and subnational barriers for vaccine deployment and to ensure COVID-19 response measures align with and strengthen immunization activities and primary health services. My note, deplete the number, deplete the number of healthcare professionals infanticide of the elderly and the poor. Mm. Because that's what these shots are doing, folks. Including athletes in their prime. 
over 700 athletes dead because of these shots. WHO, the committee stressed the importance of, of nations, states, parties, to prepare for future scenarios. <laughs> well, they planned the last one. How many more are they going to plan? With the assistance of WHO and to continue robust use of the essential tools, vaccines, therapeutics, and diagnostics. My note, more lockdown, six-feet rule, mass mandates, and another attempt at vaccine passports. It's an election year, folks. They're easing up because they want to get elected. After the election, if we don't get the right people in the office, it all shuts right back down again. Be careful who you vote for and pray they don't cheat in this one. And I, I literally mean that. It's going to take divine intervention to defeat the cheating. We need to pray that God would intervene. And we got to get right with God to do that. <laughs> yep. We better get right with God first and then pray that he'll intervene in the election. The direct of oh, this is WHO, the director general determined that the COVID-19 pandemic continues to constitute a PHEIC. If anybody knows what that means, you let me know. And ex he accepted the advice of the committee and issued the committee's advice to states, parties, nations as, quote, temporary recommendations under the IHR. So what are those temporary recommendations of WHO? New, this is a new one, strengthen national response to the COVID-19 pandemic by updating national preparedness and response plans in line with the priorities and potential scenarios outlined in the 2022 WHO strategic preparedness and response plan. Achieve national COVID-19 vaccination targets in line with global WHO recommendations of at least 70% of all countries' populations vaccinated by the start of July 2022. That's a mass population. That's a mass depopulation agenda right there. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Continue to use evidence-informed and risk-based PHSM. They don't do that, by the way. That's just, they're just saying that, putting that out so we would read it. Take a risk, because they don't use science, folks. They use bureaucracy. Take a risk-based approach to mass gathering events by evaluating, mitigating, and communicating skill, risk, communicating risk. Next one, adjust COVID-19 surveillance to focus on the burden and impact and prepare for sustainable integration with other surveillance systems, other surveillance systems. Like when China's flying drones in Shanghai, telling people to get back in their apartment. Oh, and telling uh, the guy in apartment five, six, four, the, you need to retract what you just typed into um, social media because uh, we're going to come get you if you don't retract it. That literally happened. That literally happened in Shanghai. They know exactly what he's typing into his computer when he types it. Yeah. I mean, they control that, they control everything when yeah. it comes to internet. They control, control your supplier, uh, when yep. you can use it, how you can use it. Oh, it's, right. So, yeah, they'll know exactly what you're typing in, brother. <laughs> exactly. Other surveillance systems. There you go. Yep. I'm almost done. Ensure availability of essential health, social, and education services. 
States parties should enhance access to health, including through the restoration of health services at all levels and strengthening strengthening of social systems to cope with the impacts of, pan, of the pandemic, especially on children and young adults. Health department having the power to shut you down. Lift international traffic bans. Now this one I thought was interesting. They actually wanna lift international traffic bans and continue to adjust travel measures and risk based on risk assessments. The failure of travel bans introduced after the detection and reporting of Omicron variant to limit international spread of Omicron demonstrates the ineffectiveness of such measures over time. So they, they, they're saying what, it didn't work. It didn't further our agenda, I think is what they're saying. Mm -hmm. The implementation of travel measures such as vaccination screening, including via testing, isolation, quarantine of travelers should be based on risk assessments and should avoid placing the financial burden on international travelers in accordance with Article 40 of the IHR. You know why? Because when they put that burden on folks, people get riled up and they wake up and they start fighting against the system. And they're saying, uh, we need to ease up in this area because we want to put people back to sleep so that we can push our agenda. Last uh, four. Do not, do not, not is like, they capitalized not. I didn't do it. They capitalized it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do not require proof of vaccination against COVID-19. Uh, for international travel as the only only as the only pathway or condition permitting international travel. In other words, you can use other pathways other than just proof of vaccination. Hmm. What those are, I don't know yet. Address risk communications and community engagement challenges, proactively counter misinformation and disinformation and include communities in decision making. In other words, a whole bunch of censorship. Yeah. Uh, support timely uptake of WHO recommended therapeutics. And in the last one, conduct epidemiological investigations of SARS-CoV-2 transmission at the human-animal interface and targeted surveillance on potential animal hosts in reservoir reservoirs. My note, use of animal connection deception to cover up the bioweapon laboratory exposure. Hey, Your thoughts, on. brother? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, it was great. Uh, I like your commentary on each one of them, brother. But uh, yes, I, I mean, it's clear, very clear the, how, uh, you know, it's all being done. And yes, the WHO, they want to control the world. They want to control how we do things. Why? Because to them, you know, they have the answers to, uh, you know, when we have pandemics and, uh, you know, think to, things of this nature, you know, they think they're, they're almost like they are God, right? Follow this, do this, do it like this. You have to connect uh, the dots. Uh, yeah. You know, you have to connect the dots. They're heavy, heavy push on the vaccine. So what does that mean? Yeah, they're, and see, and, and they're, they're being and they're, controlled. They're going to be controlled and manipulated by big money, and that would be the pharmaceutical big money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I was, was going to say, in regards to funding, you know, people might think, <clears throat> well, you know, it's high funding. Why would they say things like this? Well, because they're being funded by somebody else that is powerful and can control things. Right. And it doesn't matter your opinion about them. It's like yeah. they're mm -hmm. going to tell you exactly that's the way it is because they're being funded, you know, um, um, 
Big time. Hey, by I'm billionaire. Right. You're talking billionaires. Billionaires, yeah. I guarantee you they have a conflict of interest. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, I mean, going back to what I, was, I said a little earlier, and we've spoken about this before, the reason mm-hmm. why uh, uh, Trump uh, pulled uh, the United States from the WHO is because he caught them right away. He caught yeah, he their did. agenda. He, he, he saw exactly how and he how, was. Uh, he connected the dots. Actually, he did. just put it that. And, and he, he said, did. "No, we're not doing that. You're not going to control the United States like that. I don't think so." He did, and, and he was the first one to bring out and mention hydroxychloroquine. Yes, yes. And 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 we find out hydroxychloroquine is awesome when it yeah. comes to fighting this stuff. And 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 uh, what I take. The Z stack, that's a natural form of hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And <clears throat> when you were talking, when you just said a uh, conflict of interest, did, mm-hmm. did you see how fast our, uh, the greatest president of the United States, you know, the one we have now, how fast he's got us back <laughs> into WHO? Oh, yeah. Did you see how they, fast did that happen? <laughs> yeah. And watch, watch how fast after the elections, if we don't win it. Uh, we go right back into uh, shutdowns, uh, even worse than what we had before. Mm, yeah, and yep. them showing up at your door, the health health department showing up at your door, saying you have to get vaccinated, you have no choice. Yeah, and yeah, forcing yeah. it on you. I guarantee you, they'll be pushing that. Oh sure, I mean yeah. you, we can have uh, what's taking place in China if we let them. Hmm. And my response will be, you have to get off my front porch. <laughs> and, yeah, and that exactly. means now. Exactly. You got a warrant? Nope. You go get the judge and get a warrant. Oh, by the way, you're not a law enforcement <laughs> official, so you can't get a, a warrant. So go away. Bye-bye. Yeah, go, exactly. Go, go crawl in your little hole in your little office and leave me alone. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd be like, don't make me start a prison ministry. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. That's right. right. The prisons oh, need good... The prisons need good ministers, so we'll, we're happy to volunteer right. for that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. That is a, that was great information, brother. And uh, thank you for sharing that with us. And I love your input on each one of those. And folks, we challenge you. We encourage you. Read. Study these things. Connect those dots. Because it's very important. Things that, again, we were mentioning that seem to be conspiracy theory, blah, 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 blah. It's not the case. <laughs> no. As we've been finding out. You know, these things right. are happening right before our eyes. We, we just, I don't know. We, I don't know why people just, we're so stuck in this twilight zone we've spoken about, right? That we don't mm-hmm. want to believe anything that, compl- you know, that sounds ridiculous or, nah, that can't be it. Why would you think that? Well, first of all, the Bible tells me uh, in Jeremiah, above all things, the heart is deceitful, deceitful and desperately wicked. That's why. We believe in and, and drinks like iniquity like water. Absolutely, brother. Yep. So therefore, we yep. yes, we question. So, we so none of this stuff should surprise us. No, it shouldn't be none surprising. No, you know, it should not be surprising. I mean, that's the, the way history has shown us. Uh, sinfulness is it's it's in a big affront against God, and sinfulness will make men do the most atrocious right. things we can think of. And like, like I said, the reason people don't see this is because they've gotten way too comfortable with the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't see the depravity in it. Right. I mean, yeah. how many times do we say, and any Christian can say this, do not conform to the ways of this world. Blah, 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 right? You what do we, quote, what do you we quote it, and what do we do? We conform to the ways of the world by not, we, you know? Right. 
within five minutes. Exactly. We're doing it. Yeah. Run it's into tough, our apps. Run it. Yeah. I mean, it's we're sad. We are saturated. This world is with uh, toxic messages going oh, into yeah. our mind. Mm-hmm. We have to guard against that every moment of every day. And yeah. we're not going to win every battle, but at least we can get into the fight. Yeah. You know? Right. Good so, stuff, my brother. Yep. So we don't want to become okay. Shanghai, folks. We do not want to become Shanghai. Mm-mm. I'd like to see them get freed up. I'd, so it's, it's horrible, just horrible what they're doing to these folks. Yeah. And the Christians you in know? China are suffering big really time. Are. Big time. Talk about persecution. Folks, we don't know. Folks living in the United States, you don't know what persecution is. Nah, Sorry. We, we have no clue. No clue. Not yet. Yeah, I hope yeah. we don't find out. But, That's you know, God, God's, my thought is God's will be done. Whatever God determines, that's what we'll do. Absolutely. That's what we'll go through. God will purify his church, brother. We know that. And he'll do it whichever way he wants to. So, Some of them out there really need some purifying, too. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that in a future future podcast. All right, brother. Sounds like we got to go. How how long have we gone on this one? Uh, Yeah, we've gone over an hour and a half. Okay, yeah. Why does time go so fast? I can't get to the materials fast enough. That's why. I <laughs> it see does. That. It goes by quick. Yeah. So, all right. So, we're not linger. Folks, go enjoy your day. Spend time with your family and get back into the real world. Like one of my, <laughs> like one of my sergeants used to say back in the day when I'd show up for, for shift, hey, Jeff, so what's happening in the real world? <laughs> so, I'm going to start using that. Hey, Beef, what's happening in the real world? So, anyway. Hey, I was uh, going to tell you, bro. Hey, can you hurry up and close us out? I need to get back to my virtual game. Sorry, brother. Are you missing I, it? Yeah, I got to okay. live my life, you know. He started to go into virtual I reality when I am this rock star. I'm looking man. at him, folks. He's starting to shake. I, He's going to tease. I see this already. Withdrawals. What's that, sweat? What's that sweat coming off? A sweaty. My audience is waiting for me. Come on. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll, I'll spare you. I'll spare you. I'll close this out. Good All right, stuff. Remember, folks, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. We'll see you next podcast. And we'll catch you on that flip side. God bless you all. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, We wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I also want to thank uh, our church, uh, our friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to be encouraged about. Thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. That we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you. 